A round of applause for Pastor Layla. Thank you, church. You can go ahead and take a seat. It's such an honor to be with you this morning. Uh, if we've never met before, my name is Layla Nahavandi, and uh, I was actually part of this church in Adelaide, in uh, Modbury, um, with Pastor Dave and Donna for 14 years. And so I moved from Melbourne over to Adelaide and uh, was here for 14 years on the team here, and then actually just recently moved back to Geelong in uh, the start of 2022. So I'm living just near my family, um, living up the auntie life. I've got a little two-year-old nephew and a brand-new four-week-old nephew as well, and so I'm loving life over there. Um, But super honoured just to be back um, and sharing the word this morning and to be part of what God is doing here as we transition into becoming revived. Bible City Church. What an exciting time, an exciting season. And do you know what? I know that the Bible says uh, where there's unity, God commands a blessing. And so as the churches of Adelaide are coming together just for the mission of Jesus, to see Jesus lifted up in the city, I believe that God is going to move in a powerful way in this city, in this nation, and the nations of the world. And Pastor Gary and Jane, I felt like God gave me a word for you guys as we were in worship this morning. Um, and, and the word that was just resounding in my spirit was the word clarity. And I just felt like God was saying he's going to bring in clar- incredible clarity to this next season. And I felt like he said, uh, he gave me the picture of David in Saul's armor. And he said he's going to take off that which doesn't fit you and that which you've, you've been sort of resistant to. And you're like, that's not quite me. That's not quite what I want to do. That's not quite who I am. And I felt God saying that there's going to become incredible clarity and you're going to have uh, everything that you've already got in your in your basket, in your pouch is ready to go. And God is actually going to use both of you to take down some significant giants in the spirit um, in this region and in Adelaide. And I felt you even moving into the space. I know you're evangelists and you've got a heart for the community. And I felt you really taking down some significant giants in, in South Australia and in this space. And God's going to elevate you to a place of prominence um, that's actually going to lead the way for, I believe, our movement and and different things that are going on um, in the state. So can we just pray for our pastors here and just reach out our hands to them? God, we just thank you so much for pastors Gary and Jane. We thank you for their faithfulness in serving this church and this community. We thank you, Lord, for their incredible leadership, God. We thank you um, week in, week out that they have been faithful and they have led us into the season that we're in God. And so, Lord, we just thank you for the seasons past, but we thank you for what's to come, Lord. We thank you that they are giant killers. We thank you, Lord, that you have called them, anointed them, and appointed them for such a time as this. And as a church, Lord God, we back them, we're behind them. And God, we thank you that you're releasing your anointing on them to take down giants in 2023. God, we thank you for the plans and purposes that you have for them, God, to do great things in the spirit and to open things, to take down giants in, in the supernatural realm over South Australia in 2023. And so, God, we just thank you that they would go in the strength they have, go with Almighty God. And, God, we just thank you for the testimony that we are going to watch as a church unfold through these incredible servants. 
of God. Lord, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Everybody, Seb, amen, amen. Thank you, guys. And thank you for the honor of being here with you, church, this morning. There's a few faces that I see that I recognize. I saw um, Pastor Wendy and Pastor Keith as I was coming through, such heroes in our movement. And they've been, yeah, incredible people and pastors in, in my life. And Pastor Dino Keith is around here somewhere. There he is. Uh, just another incredible man of God in our movement. And um, I'm just honored to be sharing the word today. If we haven't met before, I'm Layla. And um, I, this year or this past year, um, have been in full-time itinerant ministry. So my full-time job is traveling around to churches and, and sharing the word of the Lord. And one thing that I did over 2022 that I felt God speak to me about doing was to um, release a Bible reading plan and uh at the start of 2022, God spoke to me and he said, Layla, I want you to do a read the Bible in one year. Pastor Gary's got it here already. Read the Bible in one year reading plan. And Pastor Jane's got it on you version. Thank you. Um, Bible reading plan. And he said, I want you to record a daily devotional video every single day of 2022, uh, just giving a recap on what's happening in the scripture and how people can apply it to their life. I want, I want you to help people read their way through the Bible so they don't get lost in Leviticus. They don't get lost in crazy in Hosea going, what the heck is going on? And so that's all free. If you want to make use of that, if you want to read through the Bible in one year, uh, you can find it on version. You can find it on YouTube, those devotional videos. Thank you, Pastor Gary. Or there's a PDF that you can print out. And my heart behind that is to see everybody transformed by the Word of God. Uh, how many know that the Word is what carries the power to change our hearts, change our lives? Uh, it's not just the opinions of men or the, what's happening on the news or what we're thinking. It's actually the Word that carries the power to transform us. So uh, I believe that will be a blessing to you if you want to use that. Um, and if you uh, need any more information, I'm sure Pastor Gary and Jane can point you in the right direction there. Uh, so I want to share a message with you this morning out of Genesis chapter 41 and verse 14. Genesis chapter 41 and verse 14. As I was coming into 2023, you know, I'm, I'm sure lots of us make New Year's resolutions. Uh, you know, some of us are like, I'm, I'm going to exercise more in 2023. I'm going to eat less in 2023. I'm going to read more books in 2023. We have all sorts of New Year's resolutions. And a lot of us as Christians also, we seek God on a word for the year. We're like, God, what, what do you want to speak to me this year? What do you want to say to me to set up my year? And it's, it's not, um, it's not a, a, a magic word for us, like a abracadabra or open sesame and we say the word and when we say the word you know all our dreams will come true in 2023 but I truly believe that when we seek God for a word and we say God what do you want to speak into my life and my circumstance and situation this year he is faithful and he is good to speak a word a rhema word in season for us to set us up for this year and uh, as I go around to churches preaching and and ministering I, I was really coming into 2023 just praying and fasting and saying God what is the word that you want to release into the churches uh, this year. And I heard this resounding in my spirit as I was at home and praying and fasting, get dressed, the king is calling. Get dressed, <laughs> the king is calling. And so uh, as I share this word this morning, I'm really believing that it will bring courage to your heart and strength to your spirit this morning to step into everything that God has called you to in 2023. So let's read from Genesis chapter 41. And verse 14, 
It says, Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they quickly brought him out of the pit. And when he shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. Can we just bow our heads and pray? over this passage of scripture as we get into the word today. Lord, I thank you for every single person in this room today, Lord. I thank you that it is no coincidence that we have found ourselves here in this moment at Revival City Church, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you have gathered us together to lift up your name, Lord, and to hear from heaven, Lord. And so today we thank you that every single one of us is going to encounter you in a powerful way. And we pray through the word, Lord, that you would speak to our spirit and to our hearts, Lord, that you would propel us into the destiny that you have for every single person in this room. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody said, amen, amen. Awesome. So we're kicking off this passage of scripture in this story, in this message, uh, in the story of Joseph. Many of us would be familiar with the story of Joseph, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. I think uh, DreamWorks came out with a movie about Joseph. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure Pastor Gary and Jane would be happy to reenact the story of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat uh, for you after the service. They said that would be fine. Um, but we're familiar with, with, the, with the story of Joseph. And if it was sort of played out in today's um, time period, it would look a little something like this. Um, Joseph's dad, Jacob, has a bunch of sons and he has a favorite son that's named Joseph. And he decides that he's going to buy his son Joseph a brand new Gucci jacket, right? For the winter, he needs this puffer jacket, this amazing, beautiful jacket. It's worth thousands of dollars. And his brothers are like, great, where's our Gucci jacket? And their dad's like, oh, I've bought you, you know, some jackets from the big W sales rack. They're over there in the corner. And they're like, what? This isn't fair. What's going on here? And so one day, Joseph comes out in his big Gucci puffer jacket, and he's had a beautiful night's sleep, and he comes to the brothers, they're working hard. He's like, oh, hey, boys, how you doing? Um, just wanted to tell you about some dreams I've had. And they're like, what were your dreams? And he's like, basically, the gist of it was that all of you all were just bowing down and serving me. And they're like, that's it. Joseph's cancelled. We are, we are done with Joseph. Like, he is, he is out. And so we know the story. He gets sold into slavery. He ends up uh, being in, in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife ends up um, just a accusing him of something he didn't do. He ends up in a pit. And that's where we pick up this passage of Scripture this morning. Joseph finds himself in a pit. And in this moment, we see that the king begins to call for Joseph. The king is calling Joseph into his palace. This is a moment of transition into Joseph's destiny. And I believe this morning, church, in 2023, that God wants to stir us up and say that the king is calling us onwards and upwards into our destiny in 2023. The king is calling every single one of us into a unique, tailor-made, designed destiny for us because the king kingdom of God needs you to rise up and be all that you are called to be. God has put dreams and visions in every one of our hearts. And I believe that that is not to tease us. That is not to taunt us, but that is to fulfill the mission of God here on the earth this morning. And so we find Joseph in the pit, the king is calling. But if we rewind two years earlier, Joseph found himself in the pit with these two people who were also prisoners. And these two people who were prisoners came from, you know, Pharaoh's courts and, and his palace, and they were servants of Pharaoh. 
and they had dreams and they spoke to Joseph and they told him about their dreams. And as they told him about their dreams, the Bible says that God was with Joseph in the pit. God was with Joseph in the prison. And so even though his circumstances around him didn't look that great, didn't look that hot, God was faithful to produce fruit out of the life of Joseph, no matter where he found himself in. And so Joseph was sowing seeds in this soil, even when he was in a pit. We know that God is going to use that two years later. And I want to share with us this morning to never underestimate the power and the potential of seeds that we have sown in past seasons in our lives. Maybe you've sown seeds of prayer in your family or in your ministry. Maybe you've sowed seeds of prayer in your business, in your career. Maybe you've sown financial seeds. Maybe you've sown seeds of faithfulness and serving. Whatever seeds you have sown in past seasons, I believe that God is faithful to bring a harvest in future seasons. When we sow into the soil of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God's soil never returns void. The kingdom of God's soil is good soil. It always produces a harvest. So Joseph had sowed some seeds. He had interpreted the dreams of these two people. And he had expected that this would be his ticket out of the jail. He had expected that this would be his ticket out of the pit, this ticket out of the season that he was in. He thought the timing was right then and there. He's like, this is great. I'm going to get out of the prison. I'm out of here. See you guys later. Catch you guys later. And he said to these guys as he's interpreting their dreams, he says, remember me when you come before Pharaoh. Remember me. Unfortunately, it took two years for them to remember him. But God always had a plan. How many know that it's not about who remembers you on earth that determines your destiny. It's about our Father in heaven who knows us by name, who has planned us with a purpose and a destiny. If God has called you, no man can stop you. The Bible says he opens doors for us and no man can shut those doors for us. Do you know what? We see David, he was out um, in the wilderness. He was tending to some sheep. His father had forgotten about him, but Samuel knew exactly where to find him, to anoint him and to appoint him in the calling and the destiny that he had for him. Why? Because God remembers when the world forgets. God remembers when man forgets. So no matter who has forgotten about us today, God knows your name. He's got your number and he knows his timing for you. Joseph had expected that the timing would have been two years earlier. He expected that he would get out of the prison two years ago. Um, But what he didn't realize was that God wasn't just trying to get Joseph out of the prison. God had a plan and a purpose to get Joseph into the palace and into his promise. If he had got out two years earlier, Pharaoh wouldn't have needed him. Pharaoh wouldn't have had the dreams and he wouldn't have gotten into the palace. But due to the timing of God, God's perfect timing, God set it up that two more years passed. I wanted to encourage us today, maybe if you feel like a season has overstayed its welcome in your life, maybe if you feel weary, maybe if you feel tired and you're like, I don't know if I can go on, I don't know if I can continue, the timing of God seems off. It's like, God, did your watch break or something? What's going on? We're waiting on the promise and we don't know what's happening. I want to encourage us with this story. It's a story of the Chinese bamboo tree. I don't know if anybody's heard about Chinese bamboo or maybe you have Chinese bamboo in your garden. It says that the Chinese bamboo, when you plant it in the first year 
um, after planting, you see no visible signs of growth, no visible signs of activity. In the second year again, you see no signs of anything above the soil. I don't know about you, but if I planted bamboo tree and I didn't know what was going on, I'd be like, this seed sucks. Like, this is terrible. What's, what's going on? This broken plant? It's not working. What's wrong with it? Um, in the third year and the fourth year, still nothing above the soil. You don't see anything grow. You don't see anything emerge. But finally, in the fifth year after planting the seed, the tree of the Chinese bamboo tree grows 80 feet or 24 meters in just six weeks. In six weeks, it grows 24 meters into the sky. And I just felt to share that story to encourage some people this morning that when you've sown seeds in kingdom soil, God is able to redeem the time that you think you've lost. He is able to come through on His timing and His timing is perfect. His timing doesn't just get us out of one season. His timing propels us into the purpose, the promise and the destiny that He has for us. We can trust his timing. We can trust his leading. I love what Martin Luther said. He said, I know not the way God leads me, but well do I know my guide. I know not the way God leads me, but well do I know my guide. And I don't know about you, but that's my heart's cry in 2023. I don't need to be a professional map interpreter of my life. I don't need to know all the ways that God is taking me. I just want to know Jesus more deeply. I just want to be more in love with the Holy Spirit. I want to be more in love with His presence. Wasn't worship this morning so powerful? Thank you to our, our worship team for leading us in a, a deeper relationship, a deeper revelation of who Jesus is this morning in worship. We need to get to know him better. So we see Joseph, he's been called by the king. And as he gets called by the king in this moment, he is about to transition from one season into this season of destiny, the season of the promise, the season of his purpose. And as he transitions into that season, we see that Joseph actually has to do something. As he responds to the call, the Bible tells us that he shaves his beard and he changes his clothes. He had to change his clothes if he wanted to step into a new season that God had for him. And I want to share with us this morning the idea that there is a dress code attached to your destiny. There is a dress code attached to my destiny. There are some things I was wearing spiritually in 2022 that I can't wear in 2023. I can't wear them in my new season. I can't wear them in my new destiny. I can't wear them in my new purpose. Why? Because for where I'm going, shame doesn't fit me anymore. For where I'm going, insecurity doesn't fit me anymore. For where I'm going, fear doesn't fit in my destiny anymore. And in the same way, for every single one of us, I believe that God wants to come and give us a whole new wardrobe for the season that we're stepping into. He's saying, hey, you might have picked up shame a long time ago. Maybe you don't even know where you bought it from. You don't even know where it came from. But for the last 25 years, you've been wearing it just because it's been in your wardrobe. God's saying, no, throw out those rags, throw out that trash. I've got some beautiful garments for you to wear. I've got a designer, tailor-made destiny for you to wear. I love in the Bible how it tells us all the way throughout uh, the New Testament to put on Christ. We are to put on Christ. Jesus Christ has actually purchased for us new robes of royalty. 
Uh, He actually exchanges our rags and he gives us robes of royalty when we receive him. I love in this passage of scripture uh, in Romans chapter 8 and verse 12 to 15, um, this is the paraphrase in the message just because I like the way it poetically puts it. But it says, so don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent. There's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. The best thing to do is to give it a decent burial and get on with your new life. God's spirit beckons. There are things to do and places to go. This resurrection life that you've received from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurously expectant, greeting God with a childlike, what's next, Papa? God's spirit teaches us our spirits and he confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are, father and children father and children. God wants us to dress in Christ, to put on Christ, to put off the old life. It doesn't suit us anymore. It doesn't match our destiny. It doesn't match the purpose that God has for us. I don't know if you've ever felt like your um, outfit didn't match the environment that you were in. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a wedding. I went to um, Joe and Taylor's wedding yesterday. If anyone knows Joe and Taylor, worship leaders from the other campus in Adelaide, and uh, they had their wedding yesterday. Sometimes you can be in wedding clothes and go to McDonald's. Has anybody done that? And you go up to the counter and you're like in this gown and, you know, the guy's in, in a tuxedo or whatever. And it just doesn't match the environment. It's like your clothes, your outfit doesn't match the atmosphere. It doesn't match the environment. Do you know what? In the same way, I believe that as we step into 2023, God's saying he wants to give us an outfit an outfit of Christ that matches our destiny, that matches the purpose that he has for us, that matches everything that he wants to do in us and through us. Um, If I was to walk into um, Target wearing a Target uniform, I don't have one, but if if somehow I stole one from someone and wore a Target uniform into Target, it would change people's perception of what I was supposed to do and who I was supposed to be. It would change the way that people interact with me in that Target store. And you know what? In the same way, I believe that what we're wearing spiritually, what we put on, it actually changes the way that we interact with others. It changes the way that we interact with God, how we receive from God. It changes the way that we even interact with the enemy because we have victory over the enemy. We have defeated him. But sometimes when we're wearing things like rejection and shame and fear and intimidation and all these sorts of things, it actually changes the power that the enemy is allowed to have in our lives. So we're going to put on Christ. We're going to put on our new wardrobe. I love in the Old Testament how it gives us pictures in the Old Testament, this typology and pictures of um, naturally of what we receive spiritually in the New Testament, what we receive spiritually in Christ. And so in the New Testament, it actually tells us about how we can change our wardrobe and how we can be dressed for the King's calling. Uh, If you could turn with me to Luke chapter 12 and 35 to 36. It says this, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes. 
the first part of that verse when it's talking about our coming king, it says, stay dressed and ready for action. Stay dressed and ready for action. Um, There was a whole thing long before 2020. I feel like anything goes when it comes to clothing these days. It's like you can wear your trackies to a formal event, doesn't matter. Uh, It's just the world's been turned on on its head. But before that, long ago, a few years ago, there used to be this thing going around um, that said, uh, leggings aren't pants. I don't know if anyone remembers that. There was this whole thing, leggings aren't pants. You can't wear leggings to the grocery store. Leggings aren't pants. It's active wear. It's active wear. And Dean agrees. He's like, yes, leggings are not pants. Um, It's active wear. But I felt God saying in 2023, spiritually speaking, leggings are pants. We We need to get our active wear on. There are places to go. There are things to do for the kingdom of God. And God wants not just the pastors, not just the worship leaders, people on platform to be in their active wear. He has a plan and a purpose and a destiny for every single one of us to be anointed by the Holy Spirit, to go out and make a difference in the world around us. And he's saying, church, I want you to get dressed and ready for action. We need to get ready for action. The second part of that verse says, keep your lamps burning. Keep your lamps burning. This is a picture. In the lamps, they would have oil. And this oil is the picture of the Holy Spirit. And he allows us to keep our lamps burning. The more that we are filled with the fire of God, the more that we are filled with the anointing of God, that anointing keeps our lamps burning for God, burning for Jesus. The final part of that verse uh, says, um, be like people who are waiting for their master to come home and, and just attentive when he comes. And I believe that that speaks to an ear to hear what God is doing and really tuning into his voice tuning into his voice, tuning out of all the world's voices and all the noise that's going on around us, all the chaos that's coming to confuse us, actually tuning into what is God saying, what is his voice, and being ready for action, being ready to follow him. Maybe if the worship team could join me. In Luke chapter 8 and verse 43, it says this, And there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years, And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing on you. But Jesus said, no, someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. We know that when Jesus came to earth as a little baby, when he, was, when he put on human skin, he actually stripped himself of his heavenly robes. He took off his heavenly robes that he was more than entitled to wear. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He can be clothed in all of these heavenly robes. But he stripped off those robes to put on swaddling cloths and come as a baby. He humbled himself. He was born to Mary and Joseph. And the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit descended upon him at his baptism. Another time Jesus is in a temple and he says, the Holy Spirit has come upon me. He's anointed me. The Holy Spirit anointed Jesus and clothed Jesus to do what God had called him to do. We see this passage of Scripture with this woman who was desperate for a miracle. 
this woman who had no other hope, no other option. Do you know what? There are people around us in our streets, in our neighbourhoods. There are people probably just outside these doors, maybe 200 metres down the road, who are desperate this morning. People who have no hope and no option. People who are running out of options. People who are saying, I don't know where else I can turn. I don't know where else I can go. People who are at the end of their rope, who are waiting on a miracle. And we see this woman who was in that desperate place. She knew if she could just touch the hem of the garment of Jesus, she said, if I could just touch what he's wearing, I know that I would be made whole. So she reaches out, she touches his garment, and immediately power flows out from Jesus. Why? Because not only is he wearing a physical garment, not only was he clothed in a robe, not only did she touch what he was wearing physically, But she reached out and touched what he was clothed in spiritually. She reached out and touched the anointing that was on Jesus. He was dripping with the anointing oil of heaven. And so when she reached out, she touched the power of God that had the power to transform her body in one moment of time. What he was wearing was a conduit for the miraculous in her life. Do you know what church? The Bible says that God wants to clothe us in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He wants to clothe us in the power. When I'm clothed in the anointing, I can become part of someone else's deliverance. When I'm clothed in the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I can become part of somebody else's healing. When I'm clothed in the anointing, I can become part of somebody else's breakthrough. When I'm clothed in the anointing, I can become part of somebody else's miracle. Why? Because Jesus wants to bring the miraculous to the world around us, people without hope, people who are far from God, people who need to see that there is a Saviour who came to this world 2,000 years ago who died a brutal death on a cross to save us from the sin that we are in, to give us a hope and a future, to give us salvation and relationship with God again. She touched the anointing that was on Jesus. The Bible says in Luke chapter 24 and verse 49, And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Now that word in the Greek is in duo. The definition of that word is to clothe or be clothed with in the sense of sinking into a garment. Sinking into a garment. The beautiful thing about the anointing of God for our lives and the clothing that He wants to bring to us is that it's not about a striving. It's about a sinking. (laughs) We don't have to strive and pray more and fast more and, you know, do all the right things and be good and hopefully God will anoint us and use us and bless us and change us. It's not about a striving. It's about a sinking, sinking into his anointing, sinking into the anointing that he has for us in 2023. God has an anointing for you. He has an anointing for me, a tailor-made anointing. 
that will cause you to make a difference in the world around you. A tailor-made anointing that will heal you and transform you and change you into the likeness of Christ. The Holy Spirit will sanctify us and conform us to become more and more like Jesus, to take off the clothes of this world and to put on the clothes of righteousness and destiny, to put on Christ, to receive more and more freedom and more and more anointing. Just as heads are bowed and eyes are closed in this room this morning, maybe you've come to church today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. You don't know what it is to put your hope in Jesus. Maybe you've put your hope in this world, you've put your hope in yourself, in your job, in your career, in different things in this world, maybe your relationship, and you've found that the foundations of this earth are shaking. I don't know about you, but I think everyone in this world over the last two years have, have seen how shaky the world's foundations are. But our God is a rock. Jesus is a rock. When we put our hope in Jesus, when we put our faith in Jesus, the Bible says that we will not be shaken and we will not be moved. The Bible says when we surrender our life to Him, when we give our life to Jesus, He forgives us of our sin and He invites us into a relationship with our Father in heaven. He changes us. He makes us new. If you're in this room this morning, just with every head bowed and every eye closed, say, Layla, I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to know what it is to have my sin washed away and I want to be restored into a relationship with a Father God. And just with every head bowed and every eye closed, can you give me a wave this morning? I would love to pray for you. Anybody in this room this morning, you want to give your life to Jesus? Awesome, awesome. Well, if we're all people who know the Lord this morning, can we stand to our feet? We're going to worship Jesus in just a moment and just continue in that time in the presence of God. But you know, as I, as I finished up this message, I was talking about sinking into the anointing of God. And I believe this morning as we open the altars, that God just wants to pour out His Spirit afresh upon people in this place this morning. I believe that He wants you to give up on striving and whatever it is that's tried to um, take your peace and take your, your joy and different things from the past seasons. And He wants to lead you into a place of rest, a place of sinking into His anointing, a place where you just find your fit in the kingdom of God and the purpose and plan of God for your life. So if you'd say, hey, I want a, a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. I want to sink into His anointing today. Then just as the worship team leads us, we're going to invite you just to fill the altar, come down the front. We would love to pray over you, pray with you this morning. And Pastor Gary and Jane and the team will pray with me as well. So why don't you come and worship team, if you could lead us, that would be awesome. Yeah. 
This morning is a great word. Great word. We're going to take up a, a love offering for Layla this morning. Um, I just want to, in preparation for doing that, say that there's some giving cards in the seats in front of you um, to make it easier. There's also methods that you can give online. So um, if you give into our general account, uh, just put in the comment section, Pastor Layla, L A. Y-L-A, L-A-Y-L-A, Pastor Layla, and we will make sure that that finance hits uh, the account for, for Layla in, in moving forward. But I want to just, in preparation for receiving the love offering, I want to talk to you this morning about Wilson. Not a football in a movie called Castaway, but there's a, a real man called Wilson in our community that blessed close to 50 families this week. He's a butcher at Lowe's Butchers in the Foodland Mall. He phoned me on Wednesday Wednesday morning and said, I have got uh, an over order of legs of ham that I would like to donate to your church to give out to people in the, in the community. He had no way of actually reaching the families that we reached on his own. But through us and his generosity, he was able then to reach so much further than he could actually do in that moment on his own. For me personally, I've always wanted to be able to like reach different nations, different cities for the kingdom of God. There's something in my spirit that says that there's more. We can reach more people for the kingdom of God. I know that it's unlikely that I would ever be able to go to all of those countries or those cities on my own and have a platform to be able to speak what God puts in my heart. Now, I don't discount that, but it's unlikely in this season right here, right now. But here's the thing, that through Layla, we can actually reach cities in this nation that we would never go into. I believe that we would hit countries and nations that we could never reach on our own, but Layla can. How do do we do that? How do we partner together? Simply by our giving. That's how we partner together with the preaching of God's Word and the release of His Spirit through Layla. And I I just encourage us this morning to have the Spirit of God that was on on, on Wilson this, this week. That as we give, we're able to release the blessing of God that God's given to us through another 
to see that, that blessing go so much further than it could ever have gone just in our own hands. So this morning, as you prepare to give, just ask, just in this moment, I want, I'm going to spend 30 seconds, just close your eyes and simply ask, Holy Spirit, I ask you, Lord, right now to put a figure on my heart about blessing Layla with to release her into her itinerant ministry. Lord, I understand that she is walking by faith and faith is action by the finance in my wallet, in my purse, in my bank account. And I can open those things to release the blessing of God to sustain Layla as she was released across our nation and internationally into all that she does and the places that she can speak to bring a word of life, a word that teaches people to sink into the very presence of God and to be clothed with the clothing that you bless us with and leaving behind a season that we want to leave behind. Father, help us to to know what you want to give this morning in the wonderful name of Jesus. I ask you to bless your people today in Jesus' name. And everyone says, amen. Thank you, everybody, as we receive the offering. The guys are just going to pass a bucket across. If you could just give into that, or if uh, the details may or may not be up on the screen. Again, just make sure that you put in the comments section, Pastor Layla. Can we give Pastor Layla another hand for a great message? Such a good one. Cracker Jack. We're going to uh, close the service right now. And don't forget, there is the AGM kicking off around about 12 o'clock. It's open to everyone. If you'd like to come, you're more than welcome to. Um, and this is just simply to f- close out the 21-22 financial year. So it'd be great for you to stick around, in particular if you are a member. We would love you to stick around for that. But otherwise, I pray that you have the most amazing, blessed, sunshine-filled week you can ever have in Jesus' name. You've been lit up to light up. and You've been transformed to be transformed. Amen. Bring transformation. Have a great week. God bless. Have a good one. Crackerjack.